0: DCEU rankings I've got mine in front of me I'd like to go first so I think I'm going to go and do that Uh, so we've got 8 films of course this doesn't include the Joker because it's not part of the DCEU as we already know Uh, so number 8 I've got Suicide Squad of course we're going to be getting a new version soon from James Gunn is that next year or is that the year after 2021 I think Uh, Suicide Suicide Squad Next year, yeah, next year. Okay, uh, from James Gunn, of course, the director for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and all that sort of thing. But yeah, Suicide Squad, the first one, that made made money, didn't exactly do well critically wise, or you know, commercially critically that sort of thing. Um, and uh, I I just kind of think once the new version of the Suicide Squad comes out, we can kind of forget this version <laughs> a little bit because uh, it will just kind of overtake it, I suppose. So that's number eight, uh, Aquaman I almost forgot on this list when I was writing up the list because I kind of forgot about it Um, you know it's not necessarily a bad film it's just in terms of my personal rankings and that sort of thing not a film that was uh, my cup of tea let's just say that Um, I think it did some some good stuff in terms of you know Jason Momoa as Aquaman it made a billion dollars so it did pretty well but just what wasn't quite my cup of tea I'm not sure if Aquaman even is quite my cup of tea but that film wasn't so that's that's my thoughts on Aquaman. Uh, number six, Justice League was the version that we shouldn't have got. Of course, we know the version that we should have got is the Snyder Cut, but we can't talk about that because we have no one. No one apart from what, like Jason Momoa has seen it. I think he did a little interview. Pff, I want to say a couple of months ago, and someone I can't remember who it was with, like um, MTV or something, interviewed Jason Momoa, and they they were talking to him about the Snyder Cut, and uh, that the guy was interviewing of like, hey, have you seen it? He's like, yeah, you yeah, have seen the Snyder Cut. And the guy sort of said to him, like, is it the finished version? And he gave this very kind of vague answer as to whether or not it was. But, uh, obviously the only version available to public is the Joss Whedon version, uh, which has some of Snyder's stuff in there, but not enough of it. And, uh, turned out to be a bit of a disappointment. So, that's number six. Number five is going to be Man of Steel. Um, just, I mean, I've not talked about this yet on the podcast. Um, I think I'm going to leave my mini-reviews for Man of Steel and Batman and Superman. I'll just kind of talk about them as I'm going through here. Um... A slight controversial kind of opinion, I think. For the first like 45 minutes to an hour, nothing really happens in this film. I found it slightly boring, but once it kind of got kicked off, and we actually saw, um, I was going to say Henry or oh, Henry Henry Cavill in the suit. Uh, once we saw you know Clark Kent uh, in the suit and everything, I think that's when the film actually kicks off a bit more. But it takes like an hour to get there. <laughs> So, because um, we had like a bunch of backstory and about you know what happened with Krypton and that sort of thing, and I ju- I just don't think that stuff was very entertaining, uh, to be honest. And that's like the first forty-five minutes to an hour. There was there was it was either the first forty-five minutes or the or, or the hour mark where he actually comes out of this particular place and he's finally got his Superman suit on. That's where I feel like the film actually kind of kicks on a bit. So, yeah, yeah I I had kind of middle expectations going in. It's a it's a good film, I suppose, once you get past that first hour and you finally see him in the Superman suit, but uh I don't know, it it kinda of bored me a bit up until then to be honest. I know some people are gonna be, you know, disappointed that I've kinda of said that, but uh that's just my opinion. So uh, number four is gonna be Batman v Superman. I did go ahead and watch the extended version uh last weekend, the three hour version. Uh it is a better version of Batman v Superman and I'll 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 just kinda of pinpoint something, alright? Uh, between Justice League and Batman vs Superman, which I think Man of Steel was in the middle of in terms of quality, there's a particular moment in Batman vs Superman I think that wins over for Justice League, which is the moment where you know Doomsday kind of comes out in his full form and all that. We don't really know where Superman's gone. He's kind of out in the whatever because um, he like pushed, it, tried to push Doomsday out to space, didn't he? and kind of left him there there's the moment where Batman is like trying to lead him to the it was like that kryptonite kind of stick that he had he was trying to kill Superman with there's the bit where like he kind of crashes and he just crosses his arms because Doomsday is about to kill him and the moment where Wonder Woman comes in the theme kicks in and she's just got her first kind of because we knew she was in the film obviously but that's her first kind of full appearance as Wonder Woman because we we saw her earlier in, in different scenes as Diana But just that as an entrance alone, I think, beats the entirety of Justice League for me. Um, What do you kind of think of that?
1: I think that, well, I think that Justice League is a real shame because it's not the film that it could have been or should have been.
0: Right, yeah. Which is out there, which is not finished. So
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was Justice League was a huge disappointment. And in my eyes, that really should have been DC's ace card. And uh, mm-hmm. I really thought that it was going to be the first film in the DC. Because Wonder Woman made, made nearly $850 million at the box office. Yeah. And I really thought that was going to be a turning of the tide for, for DC. <clears throat> um, but uh, Justice League massively underperformed. I, I think it's clear that a lot of people had kind of maybe lost faith. In, in the DC Cinematic Universe at that point. Yeah. And uh, as for the Snyder Cut, I mean, I'd love to see it. I, I kind of feel like we're living in false hope at the moment, though, I have to admit. Mm. Um, I know that Warner Brothers would probably have to invest more money in the film because there's a lot of shots that never never had the CG put in. Um, so they'd have to actually spend more money on a film that didn't really do that well at the box office in the first place. Hmm yeah. So I'm just trying to look at it from a biz. I'd love to see it. I mean, I feel like much of Zack Snyder's vision was was lost. Joss Whedon came in, and I think pretty much all of the humor was was courtesy of Joss Whedon. It, it kind of felt like it was a, D- uh, a DC film trying to be a Marvel film.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: think um, yeah. Much of the humor was forced, and yeah, for me personally, I, I agree. I think Batman v Superman was the better film. Even Um, just
0: just that wonder woman moment alone is better than most of that justice league film to be honest i think that's such a great entrance for her um and in like you know you don't quite know you know superman's probably going to fly back any minute but he's not on the screen batman's about to be killed we know he's not going to get killed but batman's about to be killed or whatever and you you don't know what's going to kind of happen granted the trailer kind of revealed some of that but um you know, it, it, I just think that was such a great moment. So, And kind of, like I said, after watching the extended edition and seeing that moment again, it's even better on the second yeah. time. So, uh, number th- number three and number two for me are actually kind of tied, but obviously one has to go third and one has to go second because maths. Uh Number three is going to be Wonder Woman. I think it was a really great, um, I was going to say introduction, but that came out after, didn't it? Uh, really kind of good you know full kind of fully fledged Wonder Woman film I think Gal Gadot did a really great job I think she's really kind of cemented herself as Wonder Woman can't wait to see what they do with is it 84 the second one's 1984 yeah yeah. yeah 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 uh, I was just trying to remember what the the year of the subtitle was but uh yeah that's coming out in June really looking forward to that and uh I I kind of hope that with Wonder Woman we'll look back in like 10 or 20 years and go okay you know how some people look at, like, okay, Robert Downey Jr., definitive Iron Man. Hugh Jackman, definitive kind of Wolverine. I kind of hope that, like, will, will will Gal Gadot be that for Wonder Woman? Or will we just get, like, a new one and we'll just have, like, a... I, I don't know how that will kind of end up. But uh, she could possibly be cemented that way, I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, I, a great kind of, you know... Um, was that the first... No, it wasn't the first female-led... Um, Superhero film because we did have like Catwoman and stuff like that, but uh, and,
1: yeah, there was, um, there was Supergirl in 1984, yeah, Supergirl as well, yeah. and there was Electra, of course, in 2005, but yeah, they yeah. they were all bad. Film. Wonder Woman was the first good female superhero film.
0: Yeah, we can put that that title on it. Um, so yeah, number three, number two, Shazam. Um, didn't go to see it at the cinema. Just had that kind of DC burnout, you know. Just wasn't happy with Justice League, or wasn't you know wasn't happy with uh, you know Suicide Squad and some other stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, you know wasn't the greatest fun of Aquaman and what they what they kind of kind of did there and everything. And Shazam came out for some reason. They released wasn't Shazam released in between Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame? I remember seeing that at the time and thinking, why have you done that? Um, there was, it was yeah. I, yeah. I I didn't quite understand that. For the, it's not like it had to be. It's not like it was leading into into the next film because like with Captain Marvel, you had to have that released before Endgame because it you know led into it and stuff. It introduced that character. With Shazam, you didn't. You could have delayed that like a couple of months and got it. Got it. Just got it away from you know number one box office film uh endgame and i don't understand why i did that but anyway um yeah went it in with very kind of middle to low expectations and was really delighted and, and surprised in in the best possible ways i think that zachary levi is a really great uh shazam i think the idea of that character is kind of just cool and fun and i think it was really for, for me that's the film that kind of breathed a bit of new life into um into dc because you know we'd had kind of the dark gritty you know batman vs Superman and justice league and all sorts of films and wonder woman was like a more of a step in the right direction and then we would had aquaman sure it did great and all that but wasn't kind of my cup of tea and then shazam came along and kind of i'd say cleaned things up a little bit maybe you know it it was more my kind of cup of tea i think it was a you know put it pushing dc in a better direction all that sort of stuff and it was you know the light-hearted kind of film i think that they needed as well uh, number one if you know I've already kind of spoke about it recently recently reviewed the film number one for me is Birds of Prey uh, I know some some people have actually laughed at me online which is if you want to do that that's fine you know it's not gonna whatever um, but uh, yeah I, like I kind of said in in the spoiler free section of the podcast I I look at that film and if you ask me okay where could you have improved it or made a better version I just can't think of where that could necessarily have been um, and uh, you know, I don't mean to sound—I don't mean to, to say that to sound like it's a perfect film, or whatever it isn't. It does have its problems. Just like every film does, but uh, I was thoroughly entertained. It was really great to see Harley Quinn again. Really great to see Mar- Margot Robbie back. Really great to see new uh, versions of Black Canary and Huntress and some other characters as well. Great to see Ian, Ian McGregor as uh, you know Black Mask to see him. I believe for the first time on the big screen. I don't recall seeing him before in too many films. He's been in like the Arkham games and some other stuff. But uh, really great to kind of see him as well. And uh, I love it. So that is my rankings. Uh, I know some people are going to agree, disagree. That's completely fine. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you'd like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way...
1: Uh, my rankings are uh, quite different Um, I'd say the weakest I'd have to agree with Suicide Squad Mm -hmm. I think Suicide Squad was a mess it was kind of an entertaining mess but it was (laughs) a mess all the same uh, which is a real shame it was a, a missed opportunity I thought the marketing was great I thought the trailers were great just unfortunately, the final product was um, it was all over the place. I feel like that film was hindered greatly by uh, all the reshoots it had. And uh, I have to be completely honest. I really like Jared Leto as an actor, but I really didn't like his incarnation of the Joker. No. Um, hate's a strong word. I'm not going to say I hated it, but there was no lasting impression for me at all. Um, I don't really feel like the material he had anyway was very good, Um the best thing to really come from that film was Margot Robbie's Harley quit. Yeah. To be yep. quite thought. Um, but obviously it was a big box office success. Didn't go well down, you know, didn't go well down well with a lot of fans and critics and whatnot, but, uh, yeah, it was a success. I think second place for me would have to, uh, second from bottom would, would probably have to be justice league. And I kind of hate myself for saying that because, you know, I love the justice league and I really wanted this film to be really good. And, um, I for me it was probably the most disappointing of all the films in the DCEU. Um I had pretty high hopes for this and uh I I thought the best moment in the film was the post-credits scene. I'm a big Deathstroke <laughs> fan and Yeah.
0: Yeah. credits
1: credits was awesome. I excuse me, I, I nerdgasmed. I, I, I was like a little kid at Disney World when I saw Deathstroke in the post credit scene. I mean, I enjoyed the film. I still enjoyed it. It had entertainment value, certainly. But yeah, um, yeah it's, it's, it's just a shame, really. The film could have been so much more. And at mm-hmm. two hours, it's clear that so much content was, was cut out. So yeah. much content. Mm-hmm. Uh, third from bottom, oh, this is where it gets pretty tough for me um i'm probably gonna have to say i'm gonna have to say aquaman here uh mm-hmm. i had fun with it i thought aquaman was it was entertaining it was fun i mean obviously it was a huge cg fest it you know it it had to be um i think jason momoa was perfectly fine in the role and it's uh You know, if Warner Brothers have done something here, they've certainly done a good job of uh, popularizing the character of Aquaman thanks to Jason Momoa. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, know, Aquaman's a character that's been the subject of ridicule for decades now, and Mm -hmm. they want Aquaman to be a character that's taken seriously. And by casting someone like Jason Momoa, um, yeah. I, I liked it. Black Manta is a DC villain that I'm a fan of. I thought they did a pretty good job with Black Manta in the film. Um, I thought overall it was, a, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was quite good. Um, but uh, again, I, I, I think the next, the next film would have to probably put there. Now, this is the one that causes a lot of controversy when I say this, because I'd probably have to put Wonder Woman next. Um I liked Wonder Woman. I thought it was really good and it was finally good to see a, a you know a good female superhero film. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I just I didn't love it like so many other people did. Um but you know I really enjoyed it and it's like you said Gal Gadot while I don't really rate her as an actress she certainly kind of brings that physicality to the role and she's very good in that role. Yeah um so yeah uh, i thought it was certainly a step in the right direction for 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 the dceu and then i think next on the list would probably have to be i'm probably oh, you you're going to hate me for the saying <laughs> i'm going oh, yeah i think i'm probably going to have to say no no actually no i'm going to say um i'm gonna say shazam and uh yeah the reason being, i thought shazam was was great fun i really enjoyed it um like you said it was pretty much again kind of a step in the right direction for the dcu it's a shame it didn't make more money at the box office
0: yeah again probably because of when it came out sandwiched in between two big marvel films it did
1: i think that did hinder the box office yeah it certainly did hinder it somewhat um you know, it's a real shame because I thought it was a really funny film. It was a good, fun film. and The whole the whole idea, the whole notion of Shazam is very much about wishful fulfillment. Yeah. It's kind of Tom Hanks Big, you know, in a, in the mold of a superhero film. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was great fun. Next, I would have to say it's going to be Birds of Prey. I'm not actually missing any films out here, am I? No, yeah, Birds of Prey, which I don't get that hate. I thought it was really fun. It was really entertaining. And I think it's safe to say that, you know, Margot Robbie has cemented her role as Harvey Quinn. Um, Like you said, much like Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, it's really hard to envision anyone other than Margot Robbie playing that role now.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, It was, I thought the fight choreography was great. Uh, You know, obviously it's by the guy behind the John Wick franchise, so it kind of stands to reason. Um, I felt like, you know, most of the humour worked, the film actually had me laughing a lot from start to finish. I thought Ewan McGregor actually did a good job as the Black Mask, Roman Sianless. and Yeah, it was it was his big screen debut. Uh, Black Mask is a, a Batman villain that's often underutilised, and um, I thought he did a good job. I mean, this was Harley Quinn's film. I mean, it, it, it yeah. basically only really becomes the birds of prey, you know, the last act of the film. But when they do team up and they do get together, it was it was great stuff. But this was definitely... This was Margot Robbie's movie. But with the screen time that they had, I especially liked Mary Winstead as Huntress. Huntress is a great character, and I'd love to see more done with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a shame it's not really doing that well at the box office. It's, it's, it's a really, really...
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: massively underperforming. Um, this is where I feel conflicted now, because my second favourite is a film that I was still hugely disappointed with but there's a lot of aspects of the film that I do still appreciate and that's BVS Batman v Superman was probably the most excited I've ever been for a film uh, to see the two most iconic superheroes in the history of popular culture on, sc- on the big screen for the first time ever um, was a pretty big thing. That in itself is a huge selling point. Yeah. Um, I liked the film. I wanted to love it, but th- there was there was too many issues that I had with it. Um, you know, I could be here all day talking, but but it's <laughs> uh, it it was a film that it was kind of rushed. It, it like me and you have spoken about it before. It, it was kind of it kind of lost focus, and it was more to kind of lay the groundwork for the Justice League.
0: Yeah, you can certainly see that like towards what they set up at the end and all that.
1: Yeah. I thought Gal Gadot Wonder Woman was great with the screen time that she had, but I really felt like she didn't need, they didn't need to have her in the film. Wonder Woman did not need to be in the movie. I just wanted it to be Batman and Superman and uh like I said I think before this film we should have got Man of Steel too. I think that we should have probably had a Ben Affleck Batman film solo. <laughs> who actually established himself as Batman before jumping in with Superman. It kind of, like I said earlier, it kind of felt like they were putting all their eggs into one basket with that one movie. Um, it was, it, it clearly drew inspiration from a lot of Zack Snyder's clearly a big DC comic fan. There was a lot of, there was a lot of nods to, to some great Batman, you know, great DC source material and whatnot. But, uh, I think it was probably a little too dark and a little too deep and philosophical for, for, for a lot of people. And on the entertainment factor, um, you know, it was it was probably a bit too... I mean, it did well. It did really well at the box office. But even then, you'd think Batman and Superman, surely them two guys on the big screen for the third time, that should easily make over a billion dollars, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But uh, it didn't. So, yeah, my, my number one... <laughs> is obviously a film that you're not overly keen on. I really like it. Um, Man of Steel. Mm -hmm. Um, The reason being, I thought it was a a really good origin story. I kind of get what you mean. You know, it's, it's pretty slow paced to begin with and whatnot. Um, Henry Cavill was great in the role. I thought visually it was fantastic. Um, you know, I think Zack Snyder as a director kind of struggles sometimes, to be honest, with balancing great visuals and good cohesive storytelling. I think Man of Steel was a film that does have a lot of flaws, but what I really liked with that movie, I mean, Hans Zimmer's score was 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 beautiful, it was fantastic. But I liked the fact that it was kind of a very realistic depiction of what it would be like for an alien to be on Earth. This this he he he's conflicted, in mm-hmm. two minds. Has one parent telling him you have to be, you know, a god to these people, a hero. The other person is saying, you know, live a normal life, etc. So he's very much in conflict with himself. Um, I really liked it, but I understand a lot of the criticism people had. You know, people were used to the Christopher Reeve Superman hero of kind of hope, and this film was far darker, tonally a, a, a complete and utter contrast to the original films. And, uh, yeah, I think I think that's one of that was one of the big criticisms I know a lot of people had, but um I really liked Man of Steel. um I thought it was a good start. I thought it was a good start to the. It's just a shame. It's a shame where I don't think we're ever going to see Batman Superman again.
0: I don't, to be honest. No, I don't think so.
1: Um, and uh,
0: so, yeah. Go- do go you on. think
1: that we should have had a Man of Steel two and a Batman before BBS?
0: Probably, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think that was probably the idea, wasn't it? Because to be honest, like the the whole, I'll just say like Snyderverse for lack of better term or whatever, um, that we were going to get, you know, the actual Snyder cut of Justice League, Man of Steel 2, the Solo Ben Affleck film, all that is gone and that was supposed to be the original kind of vision, wasn't it? Uh, But it it just didn't work out uh, because all the problems with Justice League and everything, so... It's a shame, uh, it's a universe we won't quite ever get, I don't know if we'll ever get like a full version of the Snyder Cut or or, or what will happen but uh, yeah we certainly won't, it, 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 there's, there's obviously more of a chance that we'll get the Snyder Cut than there is of us getting obviously the solo backflip film because he's just not going to do Batman anymore obviously but you know we've got the Batman to look forward to, uh, I think it's going to be a very long time before we just see the Justice League because we don't actually have a Superman Right now, um, I hope the flash film is good because you know he's gone through. I lost count of how many yeah. Um, you know, I hope Wonder Woman. I'll just say Wonder Woman two, Wonder Wonder Woman eighty four. I hope that that's really good. Uh, I really enjoyed Birds of Prey. Hopefully, I see those characters again. Um, and you know, enjoyed Shazam. So I hope that Shazam two is good. I don't know too much about Black Adam, but we'll obviously wait for that to come out and everything. But uh, there, there's some there's some good pickings. I'll say. Out of that particular group, um I, I do think that James Gunn is probably going to give us the Suicide Squad version—not maybe the version that was intended, but may, like a much better his his much better version of uh, Suicide Squad. Because I just can't envision a, a version of his film that's actually worse than the one that we got. Uh, I just can't see him as a director doing that. I mean, if Guardians of the Galaxy is any indication. He's great at bringing like a lesser-known, smaller group to the big screen, so I think he's going to do it again. So, and we'll find out uh, next year. I think that's August next year, isn't it? Uh, uh, Suicide Squad.
1: Yeah, I think it is. I think it is August. Um, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping he does for Suicide Squad what he did for Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I've been mm-hmm. reading Suicide Squad comics for years now, and the thing is with Suicide Squad is he's trying to hark back to the golden age of suicide suicide squad where there's kind of a lot of yeah lesser known characters who are pretty much disposable so i would actually go out on a limb here and say this film's going to have a body count to it yeah. i think there's quite a in this film that are going to get killed off because it was that air of unpredictability that the old suicide squad comics had you never knew who was going to get killed next Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited for it. I'm really excited for it. I'm excited to see Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn again. And um, I'll be honest, I'm not, because I've not looked at the entire cast list. I'm not actually sure what suit. So I know that uh, Jai Courtney's back as Captain Boomerang, mm-hmm. who I felt was kind of underutilized in the 2016 film. He didn't really do, he was kind of comedy relief. He didn't really have much to do in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, from what I know, unless you know otherwise, um, Deadshot's not in the film,
0: see. I'm not sure actually, to be honest. Uh, I've not quite kept like a close eye on on that cast list, but uh, we'll see what uh, James Gunn does. I suppose. I know interest Elba's in the film, but I, I maybe he's playing Deadshot. I'm not quite sure on that to be to be completely honest. So.
1: I think, um, I think Idris Elba um, I know the room is Bronze Tiger has been a Suicide Squad member, I'd love to see him but I'm not sure because the thing is with Deadshot, he's very much a core cool member of the Suicide Squad you know, has been, yeah. yeah, he was a Suicide Squad member way before Harley Quinn was even created um, but right. I don't, I, I've got a feeling that he's actually absent of the film so it kind of feel a bit weird seeing a Suicide Squad without Deadshot but I know John Cena's there uh, <laughs> cool. yeah, the, the <laughs> i'm not sure who is playing but uh yeah well less, less said about that i mean i don't know how he's not won an oscar yet but you know sarcasm
0: <laughs> right uh cool um that's about what i wanted to say for uh, dc we've talked about you know future films we've done our rankings we've talked at length about the batman we i wanted, I wanted us to highlight the batman because that's the, that's the one we're most looking forward to we're looking forward to seeing batman back on the big screen um you know we have we have all this casting stuff and we do. i really do like the fact that we got that little look before this podcast because that's that's the one thing i'd kind of talk to you about is like it would be great to have not like a trailer or like a full look just a little something to discuss with obviously the suit and stuff so i'm glad that happened as well